<laughs> it's rock lifestyle. Well, we have a very special guest on this week. We've been kind of hyping her up the past couple of weeks. Miss Christina Lake. She owns Simply Sunshine Gifts. I met you what last year ish this around the time yeah I think it was right around like the spring oh right Uh, we go back to when her and her husband were great Samaritans to me at a show I was very pregnant and it was an outside show and they helped me put up my tent because I was all by myself and yeah we became friends after that yes for sure she has a very similar story (laughs) yes and then, I, but like, I didn't even know what you were, your offerings were. And then you put up your tent and I was like, oh my gosh, gosh we have like very similar stuff. Um, you make t-shirts and sweatshirts and glassware, cups, uh, stickers, what yeah. else? Mugs. Um, body scrubs with affirmation cards, journals. I just got into little notepads. Um, yeah, it was really funny though, that we kind of ran into each other because like you were saying, we just, we ended up chatting kind of, and you know, we helped you set up the tent. And then at some point, either you had wandered over or like I wandered over to your tent and we just started talking about how similar our stuff was. And I had at that point, like not met anybody else who was kind of doing mental health themed items. So it was just really, really cool to meet in that way. Yes, it's so exciting. And then we recently did uh, the NAMI walk together and we both tabled there. So that was like really exciting. And it's just another testament to how like NAMI and mental health are just bringing um, all of us kind of together. And it's like, nothing's a competition. Everybody, you know, there's enough for everybody and we can all just join forces. We just did a giveaway together, which was really cool. Yes. Yeah. I love doing that giveaway. Um, like you were saying, I, when I did the NAMI walk last year, I hadn't really connected with all these different like mental health vendors at this, at that point. And so coming into this year, it was really special to be able to reach out to you and like inspiring experiences and, um, grace and just, you know, it was really amazing. Like you're saying that NAMI kind of brought all these people together and it's like not competition and so many people are just excited to kind of share about mental health and be part of that revolution, which is amazing. Yeah. Gives me all yes. the tingles. Yes. <laughs> I love that more people over the last couple of years have started feeling comfortable about talking about their journey of mental health because everyone's journey is different and we all can relate to each other in that way. So that you guys have your businesses kind of surrounding that and growing from there is amazing that you can connect with all these different people that have their own businesses, but also people that don't, and that just want to, you know, something to relate to and -hmm. someone else to talk to, to feel comfortable because they might not have someone in their circle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like you were saying, it's, it is so unique, everyone's journey through mental health. And that's something I've really realized I mean I realized it before but since starting to do markets in person um the conversations and stuff that I'll have just because I have items that are mental health themed um have just been really special and you know people do feel that they can kind of come out and be like hey you know I walked through something like this or you know this is really inspiring to me because my daughter has been going through anxiety and so these quote cards might be really relevant for her and um yeah, I think just the feedback, you know, that people have, is really, really special. A hundred percent. It's just being a part of a bigger conversation because 
whether anyone wants to admit it out loud or not, we all have quote unquote mental health, right? Like just like you have physical health, you have mental health and everybody suffers from it in different ways. And I mean, just like you can ignore, you know, a bum ankle, you can ignore your mental health and just kind of be walking around with like a sprained brain a little bit and not even really be knowing it and walking around, like just loading everything from your day and not healthy releasing it. So going to something like the NAMI walk, having vendors like you and me and seeing that other people are putting it kind of in the forefront will show other people that they can and they should because it really it'll define you at the end of the day if you're not taking care of yourself oh for sure what made you want to start your own business yeah so simply sunshine gifts was really formed for me because of my mental health and just the journey that I had walked through I can be someone who pushes and pushes and gives and gives until it's way too much and so I kind of have this you know story of my life of um especially like in college and then after of like going, 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 burning out, being in a really bad place in my mental health, kind of working to get it a little bit better, but then still not changing these things that I was doing, right? So I'm in the same position again. And so it was around, I know a lot of people say this, but around like 2020, um, I think a lot of people really realized like, wow, my mental health maybe isn't a great space. I don't have the support of loved ones right now to be able to connect with and, or you do, but just not in person, right? So it was around that point and I, you know, was nannying for a really amazing family that I still nanny for today, but I just had this really, really bad place in my mental health. And I had kind of tried to veer around being on medication, right? Because I kind of, I felt that stigma myself, even though like my family and husband were very, like very supportive. I wanted to do it on my own, quote unquote, which is not a healthy way to to think about it. That's how I was. And you know, I finally hit this point of like, I have to do something. And so I went on medication. I've had a, such a positive experience with it. I cannot say enough about it. Um, yeah. So that was super helpful to me. And then I started, you know, being, I think I kind of held off with therapy, but I've currently been in therapy for about a year now, but like, this is kind of where it all started. And so, and at that point I was like, I really also want to do something else positive with this experience. I want to share. I know that I felt alone during that time. Um, And so like just creating and crafting has always been this outlet for me. So when I, you know, was in college, I was always kind of doing it just as like a side passion and it had started with body scrubs and, um, which is something I still offer today, but I kind of took it and I was like, I've always wanted to start an Etsy shop. I've always wanted to have my own business. Why don't I kind of fuse this whole mental health story into owning a business? So that's something like bigger than me. Um, and I feel like I am, you know, working towards something that's just something that's important to me um and so that's how simply sunshine gifts came about I wanted to kind of put out there about you know self-care and doing things for you because that's something I had struggled with myself I wanted to raise awareness about mental health and I also wanted to um I have like five percent of profits are donated to mental health organizations when I first started I didn't know about NAMI Rochester or any kind of local organization so I was donating to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America um this other one, the Black Mental Health Alliance. And then it was once I did the NAMI walk that I was like, oh my gosh, like there's this really amazing local organization that I really want to donate to. So I've been splitting donations between the Trevor Project and NAMI. And that's kind of how my business started and how it's evolved, I guess, until today. (laughs) 
I really love how our testimonies like layer each other. It's just so funny. I actually told Vanessa this. I'm like, Christina is so funny. We both are like, oh my God, I'm an Annie too. And like <laughs> our like mental health struggles, like were really acknowledged in 2020 and creating businesses focused on that and beyond that. I, I just like, I really connect with you on that. And I'm sure that we're not the only ones that came to these revelations. Um, also I'm team Zoloft over here, which is just a great SSRI medication that I take that I love because it helps me be a, like myself. It really, it really does. Like I get the mindset that you had and that people have around medication about doing it on your own. But the thing about mental health, like physical health, if you were to break your leg, you wouldn't expect it to heal like on your own. You wouldn't. You would need to take medication or, and you need to do physical therapy, all the things. So if you sprain your brain, you know, sometimes you need to take medication and do a little bit of therapy and relax mm-hmm. and check out. So that way you can check in with your own self. Oh, absolutely. Um, Like I said, it was really just a very unhealthy way of looking at it. Um, It was just this kind of stigma I felt towards myself. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I honestly, like, I cannot say enough about being on medication. I'm such an advocate for it. I, like I said, I had to hit a really, really dark place before I was like, I have to do something about this. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't have had to get to that point. I should have recognized like, hey, you know what? It's okay. Like, I do need to be on medication. Like you're saying, if it would have been for like physical health per se, I probably wouldn't have thought anything of it. So it just Mm kind of shows, you know, unfortunately that stigma is a little bit there, but I love that people are talking about it out and working to end that stigma. And like you just said, it really does help me be myself. I am like a very positive, uplifting, like, you know, person, but during that time I was not. And Mm -hmm. I really could not have gotten to the point I'm at right now without being on medication and without being in therapy you know, up until now. So has all of that helped with your people pleasing? Oh my gosh. So much. I can be a horrible people pleaser, like so bad. And, you know, I'm sure like that was contributing to some of my anxiety, um, being a people pleaser, being a perfectionist and yeah, having somebody else to talk to about that has been so so helpful. Like I have created really positive rhythms for myself now. I can kind of recognize myself like, hey, you're people pleasing right now. Probably shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, and acknowledging like I need to say no sometimes. And that's, that's okay. so awesome that you recognize when you're doing mm-hmm. it because that's what a lot of people struggle with is recognizing when you need to not be doing that and just mm-hmm. take a step back for a second, refocus and then move forward again. We're so used to being quick and like reactive. So yeah, Yeah. taking a step back is huge. I was just talking about it with them the other day. I'm the same way with being a people pleaser to the extent beyond that. I just have to like in my own head, just say it's not mine and like throw it away. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. it's like the only way. Otherwise I I, like think I'm making someone feel bad that doesn't even know what's happening. And it's so extra. Like someone doesn't text you back right away and you're like oh my god what I do like thank god I don't have that anxiety anymore but like that used to really control my brain like when I was a teenager oh yeah same I can definitely relate to that um yeah overthinking just so many situations and you know talking to my husband and being like oh my gosh I think this person's mad at me Mm -hmm. you know and he goes well why and I'm like 
well, because, you know, like you're saying, they didn't respond or, or I'm reading too much into a message or, you know, and that would just like spiral me so much into feeling like so bad because I would just be thinking about it so much. Um, you know, and there's definitely still times where 100% I'll be like people pleasing or kind of fall back into those rhythms. But I think because I, you know, have continued with therapy and I'm still checking in and being like, hey, this is happening. And, you know, that kind of gets me talking and recognizing it and then being like, oh, okay, wait, I'm kind of slipping back into an old pattern. I need to like go back to what I've been working towards. So. Right. And just because you slip doesn't mean you go back to zero. Like it happens all of the time where you get really comfortable in your mental health and you're like, yeah. And then all of a sudden one day you're like, oh shit, wait, this is not how it was then, which means I have some more work to do and then re-acknowledge. And you know, it's a constant never ending job. I was just going to say that I feel like you're always working on something. It doesn't matter what stage in life you're at so worth it Uh, though that's why I love therapy same pulling back layers to find your truest self is how I've met my truest people like I I really believe that I feel like I'm my most authentic self today and I'm sure I will feel even more that in a few years from now and so because of that like I feel like I tracked that type of energy back to me and I'm really like really appreciative of that because like before like being the kind of person I thought I wanted to be like the story that I like would tell myself that I wanted to be and I feel like I was almost playing a role that wasn't really who I am yeah yeah I can relate to that for sure um and I feel like now to maybe because I am able to have the harder conversations right instead of like skirting Mm -hmm. around the things that are hard to talk about with the people that you're close to or you know someone does something and you're like oh I'm just not going to acknowledge that or whatever you know kind of that Mm -hmm. people pleasing like not wanting to hurt people's feelings and now just having that ability to be like oh I'm just going to have this conversation and it doesn't have to be this big thing um like you're saying I think that really attracts the people that you know are authentic and the people that are meant to be in your life that you can have those conversations with and it really just creates a closer bond in general, right? Because you're having those other harder conversations. And I don't know about you, but like being a nanny, having a small business, and then having a husband, does your husband work from home? He doesn't. He's actually, um, he's a contractor. So oh, that's quite works. nice. Yes, it is. <laughs> Mine works from home. So we are 24-7 together. So I think that it's like, do you ever feel like you're surrounded by little people a lot and then he's like the only person you can like talk to sometimes or like not the only person you can talk to but for me it's just like my default yeah and then I realize I'm kind of boring so oops like not not really but I just you know you know what I mean like when you're at work like half the crap you vent to about your coworkers, like when I worked at the bank with Vanessa like I wasn't coming home and talking to my husband about that stuff so I think it has took a toll on our relationship in some ways and then when I started to peel back the layers of myself I found different avenues like in different friendships so I can be like oh hey hey Vanessa this 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 so now it's not like in my relationship like do you ever have that with like the, the kids and just a lot of it's emotional so it's like whoa yeah for sure um like you're saying, when you work in a space where you have a coworker or somebody else to kind of like talk with, right? So I worked before, like I've worked in like childcare centers and that's just a different experience because you have these other adults in the room with you or you have this chance to kind of like 
step out and take a break when mm-hmm. you're a nanny you don't have that, that option like and they don't you know, get maybe it the kids have a little bit of screen time or something but it's still like you're still there and you're still kind of having to be present and yeah and that really does kind of correlate because then you're coming home and you're like oh my goodness I just need to decompress and I haven't really been able to like have these adult conversations and so mm-hmm. yeah the person who's there is your husband or you, you know your significant other and so then you're having those conversations um with them and yeah yeah so I can relate to that for sure (laughs) sometimes the little people stuff like he'll come down and I'll be like oh my gosh and then he'll come down an hour later and I'll be like laughing he's like I just don't get it I'm like think about kids they're laughing they're crying so what do you expect me to do (laughs) I can't handle it (laughs) yeah for sure um yeah and I think before too that that kind of used to trigger a lot of anxiety for me because like little humans are working through those emotions and mm-hmm. that's like completely normal. Like they're learning all these things. Right. But at the same time, I, w- I would get like, like they're upset and I'm like, Oh my goodness, I have to fix this immediately. And so I've kind of had to take a step back and realize like, no. And that's just me in general. I, I try to like fix, I feel like, you know, people when they have these not fixed people but fix like the emotions right like when people mm-hmm. are sad or angry having these like harder emotions I'm like oh no like we have to we gotta figure this out um, right and so that was something I kind of had to work through too in therapy and realizing like no it's okay for it's okay like I don't have to like fix this immediately I need I can be there for them and like help them work through it but it's okay sometimes if like, mad and screaming or you know right Sometimes it'll fix itself too. I notice, like sometimes if they're like really overwhelmed, at least the two year old I watch, if he's really overwhelmed, if I like start offering him too many things, like how about this? How about you know, his like brain is like short circuiting. He just like needs a minute to chill, to finish crying, whatever it might be, a hug, reset. Now do now an offering, but like I would get overwhelmed. I'd be like, please, like the noise for me. Like I kind of walk around with headphones now, and I felt like a jerk about about it at first, but I don't anymore because sometimes the screaming's a lot and like I can't so I just had to play like some music and like I'm still paying attention to them like I'm not like closing the door you know by any means but I my ears need to be closed for a minute and that has really helped me just knowing that auditorily like that's my trigger and I have to just use that to reset and it's like really been so helpful for me realizing that headphones are such a small easy fix right no that's great that you you know, like you're saying, you couldn't recognize that too. And you're like, no, okay, well, this is kind of what is the trigger for me is like the auditory things. And so how can I, what can I do for myself in this moment? You know? Yeah, for sure. So crazy. Just all the like little things that can just kind of affect your mental health and affect your, your day, you having a great day. And then all of a sudden trigger boom. And like just knowing your resets and like how to get yourself back so you don't lose your day, I think is so important and something I work on every day because I still have such a tough time with that one. Oh, absolutely. I can totally relate to that. You know, I think before, um, I mean, nobody likes to feel anxious, right? But before it was like, well, I'm feeling anxious. I just need to avoid like everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I was very much like in this avoidance state of being like, okay, I have, I can't even, I can't do this. I'm you know, feeling like sick to my stomach or whatever. And it was really hard. Like my whole day would just be like, just down and I couldn't pull myself out of it. Um, and don't get me wrong. There's still days where it's like, it's a struggle, mm-hmm. but just from having these other tools for my therapist and learning these other things, I kind of able to recognize it now and, and think, okay, 
this is horrible in the moment, but now what can I do? Just help a little bit. What can I focus on? I'll bring a little bit of joy, whether it's okay, maybe I need to try to take a walk today or, you know, I'll walk to go get the kids from school instead of driving so that I can kind of get outside and yeah. um, just those little things, but it just takes time, I think, to figure out what those are for yourself. Yeah. It's like getting to know yourself in a, such a deep way. And I know that I'm a person who said, oh, I'm going to, I want to be all these things and like had all these expectations for myself. But sometimes you have to like be honest with yourself about where you are now, because I don't know, sometimes I would be like catering to a version of myself that I actually am not in the present moment. Like right now I'm a very tired mom. I'm not the same person I was last year. And so I have to cater to these needs like right now. And so if you try to cater to your old needs or I want to be this person. So like I make this whole big to-do list, but like I really need a two hour nap and knowing that like those things are all okay because you're still fixing yourself, fueling yourself. It just, it doesn't have to be a certain way to be correct. Yes. Yes. I, and are you someone who struggles too with being able to rest, like taking that time for yourself and like actually resting? Hmm. My brain is always like, I had to start something recently where on my iPhone, I set like a work setting since I work from home, but like, I don't have a job that I'm clocking into. It's like my own boundaries that I'm really bad at keeping to when it comes to myself. Like I get so distracted. I'll go in the kitchen and clean something. And then I'll walk back into the living room and see something there. And then I forget that I was cleaning the kitchen. So I use this thing on my iPhone, like this focus setting. And I only have a few people who can like get through to me during the day and if someone calls me twice in a row like it will let the phone call through which is nice so I have no anxiety that I'm going to miss something important anything that comes through that I'm not being notified about is in my control like I know it can wait so since I started doing that it's actually helps me a lot my screen time on my phone has gone down so much because I didn't realize how many times I would sit down and open my phone to like checks an email and then 25 minutes later, I'm in like an Instagram scrolled rabbit hole and I was wasting precious time that I did not have. And so this has helped me like with time management. So yeah, yeah that's, that's great. I didn't even know that you could do that. Um, it's very cool though. I think with, yeah, that is super cool. Um, I think just as like small business owners who, you know, a lot of our stuff is online, right? Or on like social media needing to post yeah. or, you know, checking emails and all that. Pressure. Yes. There's a lot of pressure to kind of show up. Um and be and perfect. Also, right. Yeah. I had to stop. Post. I was starting to feel bad about myself. I don't know why, but I just was. And I was like, no, this is not the point of my business. And so I posted the most effed up reel the other day. And you know what? It was so funny. I watched it ten thousand times because I thought that I was hysterical. <laughs> Yes, I was like, you are really so, I, I was like, you are so embarrassing. Just put this up. I was, I was like, I need to sell this freaking shirt. I have like three left. Let's go. Just post the yeah. video. So I posted a really it's, messed up video, whatever. And it was really funny. But it looked like you got a lot of good comments back. Like, People I thought it was this, funny. Like, that was real. Like it, it was, it was, it could, I'm telling you, couldn't have made that up. The more I watched it, I was like, what are you doing in this video? And then the dog was barking. And I was like, so confused. It was so funny. I was like, it's just whatever. I'm at that's when I realized I was like, I'm not perfect. So I'm gonna stop trying to post perfect because I'm a hot mess. So the more I post hot mess stuff, the more people seem to enjoy that. So cool. I, find, like, I think people when you want to oh, do a reel. Sorry. No, I've been okay. doing the videos right on Snapchat. 
-hmm. and then I save them because that to me is the easiest way not doing it on anything else but Snapchat. It's smart. I'm like, I can do as many as I need, you know, review it, save it, move on. Because I do it a lot with my baking. And if I pour flour in that, I can't do it again. So it is what it is. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I really just need somebody to throw me the shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know. I'm 10 minutes away. Thanks, girl. (laughs) I was like, Brooklyn, throw me the shirt. (laughs) No shot. But I feel like people can relate to that video because it is just real. You know, like we're all just kind of floundering to figure out, you know, how to do these videos or whatever. And I think a video like that really shows, I don't know, it doesn't have to be perfect. We can just show up and that's okay. Because social media kind of like counter, it's counterproductive to our businesses. Like we need social media in order to have our businesses, which is unfortunate because of the things that social media can do to your brain. Like, which is why I've made my business Instagram such a positive place. Like I follow so many positive accounts. So when I'm scrolling, if I do get caught in those whirlwinds of scroll, it's not junk. And that's really good versus when I'm on my personal, like just with people from high school, whatever. And like that, um, it's completely different, like a newsfeed for me. So at least that's more helpful, but I just, I'm trying to be more real because I feel like when you see that like perfect thing, like I don't want someone else, like my daughter, like when she's older to be like, Oh mom, like, why are you worried so much about it being like perfect or, you know, like just be yourself. I love that. I love that you're you know, setting an example too for your daughter to, you can just show up and there doesn't need to be this perfection online. I can relate to my personal and my business are completely different experiences. Just like you're saying, because I follow a lot of just random people that I've known in my past or whatever on my um, personal page and on my business page. Yeah. I'm very selective and I follow things that are very positive and uplifting. A lot of other business accounts, um, and it, and it is like, it definitely impacts your mental health, I think in a different way. And I've been trying to be just more aware, like you Mm -hmm. were saying earlier about how much time I'm kind of spending on social media, like what I'm doing, if I am going to be on there, what, what is the point? I'm just not randomly like scrolling around. Productively. Yeah. Which is hard, but resetting your, um, your stuff that also has helped. Like I'll sometimes, if I have the time to sit down and do like a week at a time, that's awesome. Cause sometimes I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I've done nothing. And it's, so it's nice to wake up and be like, Oh, I didn't have time to post today, but it like posted for me. So I don't even need to open the app. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just think it's important for everybody to know that like social media, I mean, it's as real as the person on the other side wants it to be for you to see, like people are going to put out what they want to put out, what they want you to see, like, it's just yep. what it's just what it is. Don't let it make you feel bad. Yeah, definitely. And I think having those boundaries for yourself too of, you know, either how much time you're spending on it or, you know, when I first had started, I still share about my mental health on there. And that's something I always will talk about. Mm-hmm. But I think also not feeling that you have to share everything, right? I think that's something I felt kind of pressured into was sharing every piece Mm -hmm. of my mental health story and then I kind of took a step back and I was like yes I do want to talk about my mental health here but I don't need to feel pressured to share everything because I don't need to invite the whole world into this but I yeah I still want to talk about it 
Yeah, because you invite the world in, you invite in opinions that you might not need or want right now. Yeah, and whether that has to do with, you know, maybe you're not talking about your mental health, but just anything about your life, you know, that you're putting out there. I think just that reminder that you don't have to share everything on social media either. For sure. It's just, it's so safe to have, it's nice to have parts of your life that are just yours or to have moments that you're like disconnected. Vanessa and I went to the canal days um, this past weekend and Verizon like dropped the ball and my phone had nothing. Like I couldn't even call her to tell her where I was, nothing. Um, We eventually found each other, but I mean, we were pretty unplugged and it was such a nice present day actually. It was the only time I had my phone out is when I was taking videos. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, you know, very minimal. So I just thought it was, that was a nice example of an, of just a, a calm day, just enjoying each other and, you know, not having to worry about our phones. Yes. I love that. I saw the video. It looked like such a great time too. Yeah. We did have fun. It was a lot of fun. The weather was great for it. It wasn't like too hot. Like it was all last week. So we yeah. weren't like sweating as we were walking. You yeah, could nice actually breeze. enjoy looking at everything. Yeah. And my husband grew up in Fairport. It's so like every five steps. He's like, oh my God, this is where I got <laughs> yeah. my first haircut. Oh my God. <laughs> like this is where I tripped. Like the first time my mom took me walking on the sidewalk and she gave me a bandaid with Pokemon on it. It's like very descriptive. He's like, this is our horse. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. He's something else. Um, Something else. And only a select few get the real deep part, mm-hmm. you know, of him who who's mm-hmm. really, you know, comical like that. Vanessa gets to be lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Cause before when I was with my ex, I was very quiet around him. And so like, we were both just quiet around each other. And Amanda's yes. like, Vanessa's so funny. And yes. her husband's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, and no, then literally once- Vanessa's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then once I left him, Brennan was seeing this other side of me that was actually my truer self Mm -hmm. so now that I can see that side of him too I love it yeah and then he'll tell me all the time he's like okay that joke's not funny that's go tell that to Vanessa (laughs) she'll laugh at you (laughs) this is not funny to me like "Eh, (laughs) and then I'm over here like dying (laughs) dying like the other day we were messaging and um I got nails on and I haven't had nails on in like over a year and I accidentally sent her a middle finger instead of a heart (laughs) to like a, a very like gentle response of like oh I'm gonna post this and this and I was like yeah <laughs> she's like well okay then I was like no no and I was like huh so I like showed her my emoji wrong. box I was like look the heart's like right there yeah I'm not used to texting with nails <laughs> so that's so funny oh, it's so yeah. great to have you know those like best friends in your life that um for one thing that can hang out with you and your spouse, because I feel like that takes a very special type of friend, right? Yes. Um, to do that. And like you're saying, like, I love that Vanessa was saying how, you know, her and your husband kind of have this ongoing relationship now, you know, <laughs> kind of having that like funny humor side. Um, I love that. <laughs> Me too. Me too. It, it's the best. It's the best when like your friends become family, especially having kids. It's cool. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Christina, it was so wonderful chatting with you today. Thank you for coming on. And I can't wait to hear what everybody has to say about you and your fabulousness. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on this. Since starting my business, I've always wanted to be on a podcast. So I was so <laughs> pumped to be on here. Thank you 
for being so like welcoming and for having these conversations. Yeah. Um, I Thanks also for listening. Started- oh my gosh, of course. Yeah, I was just going to say that I have started to listen. I have kind of just like a rotation of a couple of podcasts that I like to listen to while I'm crafting. And so I've been adding you guys on as well. And I love the stuff that you all talk about. So yeah, we appreciate Thank that. You. We love hearing that. And we're we love that you were able to come on and chat with us too. Yeah. Yes. Also, can you guys hear my dog like snoring? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. My dog barks know, like, literally in every episode. So don't even worry about it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Where can everybody follow you? Yeah. So I'm at Simply Sunshine Gifts on Instagram. Um, I'm always sharing kind of just positive, uplifting stuff, stuff about mental health. Um, new product launches. I always try to um, post things that my products when I come out with them. I love them to have kind of a background as to why I designed them. So yeah. they're always kind of these meaningful things. Um, so you can follow me there. I'm also simply just sunshine gifts. <laughs> I do that when I start talking too fast <laughs> on Facebook. Um, yeah, so that's where you can find me and kind of follow along with my journey. Yay. Please follow Christina. She's so great and she's so fun. Also, your order just went in the mail today. So let me know what you think we get that. Absolutely. Thank you for always supporting me. I appreciate you. Yes, of course. And thanks for your support as well. Of course. Well, it was really great having you on and chatting about mental health and all things Simply Sunshine Gifts. Thanks, Christina. Thank you so much again. Yes, thank you. Bye, girl. Bye. Minute and 34 seconds. Okay. I love Christina. She's so sweet. I told you we're like literally the same person. It's so weird. Yeah. That like she's a nanny and like has very similar business to me. And when we didn't even talk about it, but when she was in high school and stuff, she was in show choir and like uh, music stuff like I was. I was like, that's just so funny. Very similarities. Way taller than me. (laughs) She like my height? Taller than you, I'd say. Oh, like okay yeah probably like five seven five eight maybe okay no maybe that's aggressive <laughs> i don't know she's wait, <laughs> anybody that's like over five one i'm just like you're so tall <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i think she's taller than you though a little bit okay but yeah so we got 60 seconds all right do you want to just wrap it up yeah Thanks, guys, for coming back to another week. We hope you enjoyed our interview with Christina from Simply Sunshine Gifts. She's literally such a treat. Yeah, it was great chatting with her, getting to know her a little bit and about her business and her journey. Yeah. I love hearing about different people's journeys and how they got to the point where they're at now. Yes, I totally agree. It was such a great mental health episode. I really loved having Christina on and having these really powerful conversations Thank you guys for coming back and listening. We can't wait for another week, next week, another great episode. Please be sure to tune in to our bonus content for the Vanderpump Rules last three-episode reunion. And don't forget to follow us at rocklifestyle underscore. 